Hey, one more thing before you go. What happens when you get stuck babysitting those kids that have no place to go from a boarding school during Christmas? And to make things even worse, you had the most hated and despised teacher in that boarding school as the one to babysit them. So even though this is after Christmas, not, not very far after, but it's still after, no. we decided to watch a Golden Globe nominated movie with nominated actors that really was a heartwarming, funny, dramatic, and a reminder that we don't always know where somebody's come from in life to bring them to where they are today. In this Over the Teacup Sunday episode, we're reviewing this surprisingly wonderful movie called The Holdovers. I'm your host, Michael Hurst. I'm here with my lovely wife and co-host, Diane. Hello, happy Sunday. Welcome to One More Thing Before You Go. Hi, Diane. Hi, Michael. We look forward to these over the teacup sessions, don't we? Yes, because we watch a lot of TV and movies, and then we get to talk about them. We get to talk about them. We always <laughs> love talking about them. You know, in this movie, I know when it, I know I, I watched it when it got advertised, and I watched it, when, and I thought, man, it's going to be kind of a cute movie. It, you know, had Paul Giamatti in it, and it looked pretty funny, um, but it, we had to wait till it came out on a streaming service that we were able to get a hold of it. Uh, and it showed up on Peacock, and I went, yes. I thought it was on Netflix. No, it was, was on it Peacock. Peacock. Yeah. Oh, okay. Peacock, Peacock. All right. Should I mark this as explicit because I'm saying Peacock? <laughs> 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 Let's tell everybody about The Holdovers. Okay. The Holdovers is a heartwarming comedy, drama, film, directed by Alexander Payne. The movie is set in the early 70s, 7071, at the prestigious Barton Academy, where a few students have to stay over during Christmas break. The story revolves around a brutal professor named Paul Hunnam, played by Paul Giamatti, who generally disliked by his students and staff. We found that out very quickly. Yeah. And is assigned <laughs> to keep an eye on the students who stay over during the break. Through a series of events, the holdovers end up pretty much being just Paul and a student named Angus, as well as the head cook, Mary. Um, and the lady that plays Mary, she she was nominated and won the Golden yep, Globe. Yeah, she won. Mm -hmm. And then uh, Paul Giamatti was nominated. Uh, the movie was nominated, which I'll tell you, I mean, a whole bunch of things. This came out of a film festival in Telluride, uh, back in our old home state. Yes, Colorado. Um, but, so, we're, yeah, I'm still proud of that. Um, but I thought, you know, I mean, I really enjoyed the movie. I thought it was really good. No. It was heartwarming. I, we, yeah. well, I won't say I cried, but you cried. I watched you cry. I, I had, did. I cried. I had allergies. <laughs> okay. I had some dust right. blowing around. We turned the heater on, you know, yeah, was blowing so dust, dust around. Yeah. <laughs> I cried. Yeah. It was good. I'm just it, making you cry now. No. It was good. Um, it was good and had some really funny, funny moments in it as well. Well, front, so. yeah, fun and dramatic. I mean, it's 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 a comedy, but it, it's a dramedy, I guess, because there are yeah. very, some very poignant things that they discuss during this movie that I think that need to be mm -hmm. brought to to light, and also because yeah. of the fact that it took place in like 1970, 1971. Um, you know, I grew up during that time period, and you know the the. Um, I, I, I don't want to give anything away because a lot of you may have already seen this movie, but I know it just got released to streaming. So those of you that have not seen it because it just got released to streaming, I don't want to give too much. Mm 
Um, but, you know, things were done differently than they are today in regard yeah. to certain aspects of life that we have challenges yeah. with. So yeah, they handled it pretty well. There was, a, a, you'll see a lot of smoking, smoking oh, of yeah. cigarettes in places that we haven't, you know, that hasn't been allowed for a long time. Chain smoking. I mean, yeah, which, which is good that they're not allowed anymore <laughs> in, these, in these places. But um, yeah, they, I think they got the times very right. I mean. They really did. I mean, I yeah. grew up in a chain smoking, well, won't say chain, but yeah, pretty much. My parents, my grandparents, my uncles, my aunts, they yeah, all just smoked, smoked constantly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I grew up in that environment. Um, okay. The Whole Lovers premiered at the 50th Telluride Film Festival on August 31st, 2023. It was released in the United States by Focused Features on October 27th, 2023. It received pos positive reviews and has grossed about $21 million so far. It was named one of the top 10 films of the 2023 by the National Board of Review and the American Film Institute, and then received many other accolades, including awards at the, uh, again, the 81st Annual Golden Globes for Best mm -hmm. Supporting Actress, um, Best Actor in a Motion Picture Musical, I got tongue-tied there, Musical <laughs> or Comedy. Um and, and it, I think that, uh, well-deserved. I mean, obviously, yeah, of definitely. the other movies that we've seen, you know, they deserve them as well. But this, definitely not seeing the movie, then seeing it after they got the awards, I can see why yeah. that they won. Yeah, I, I can too. It was, um, and why they were nominated at all. Um, yeah, it's definitely one of my favorite movies, I think, that I've seen in the last few months. It's pretty, sure. yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, it was yeah, really it's good. A, it, good movie. I'll tell a little bit more about, the, about it. The movie's about three uh, people uh, in specific. I mean, it starts with, with what, five kids or six kids? Uh, five. Five kids. Five kids. But then it ends up with these three people with a very distinct chapter breaks in their lives. Um, but each will influence each other in a very heartwarming and genuine way. And, you know, I think that the way that they brought that together with mm -hmm. everybody, I think that... Um, it showed, at least even from the 70s, because mm -hmm. uh, Mary's an African-American woman. I know that it, it brought to my attention, growing up in that arena, um, there were still the racial divides that there were in the country. But in this particular film, uh, that was dealt with very eloquently, I think. And yeah, it, they, they didn't show... Um, it, didn't, it didn't show... It, it wasn't real blatant. There were a few instances of it, yeah. but for the most part, everybody was equal, and which which made it um, much more much more enjoyable joy. to watch. Yeah, mm -hmm. it really is it's pretty cool, actually. And you know, it also talks about how our lives, and when a stranger comes into our lives, it it can put us in a new direction that we hadn't really considered, and yeah. you know how they come long after we're done adjusting. Um, yeah. It's also about the unpredictability of life, I think, and. <laughs> how it can uh, change in an instant. You know, we talk uh, mm -hmm. about in one more thing before you go, how life can change in an instant. Mm -hmm. And I've had so many conversations about the fact that life can change in an instant. And uh, I think within, within this movie, it did a really good job about showing the adaptation of that change because, you know, it could have gone a completely different way. I mean, there's a lot of... The, when you really look at this, you you might have flashbacks of, I mean, Paul Giamatti plays a really hard ass teacher. Yeah. 
I mean, he's just, yeah. he's a hard mm -hmm. ass. He's, mm -hmm. he's despised by the students. He's hated, mm -hmm. you know, during this time period. And, and I'm not giving anything away because you see it right off the bat. I mean, you right. See, well, in, I see it in the, in the trailer. It's, you, it's on the trailer. Yeah, yeah. You see it in the trailer and then you see it yeah. right in the beginning of the movie. It comes right about, you get mm -hmm. to see it. And at the yeah. same time, you, you kind of see where he also is, is not necessarily the most popular teacher on staff either. No, you know, or professor adjunct, yeah. or he—he's definitely um, uh—he—he's a loner. He's—he's he's a lone guy. <laughs> well, what I, and yeah, you know, I know it dealt with five different, you know, the other five five different kids, but it primarily ended up uh, uh, really cloning in on, you know, Angus and Mary. Angus is—I um, forget the kids' names, but Angus is the main kid, and then uh, I'm sorry. His, well, I think his per, it's either his first name or last name is Dominic. Yeah, it's, but I can't yeah, remember. It's he's, a Dominic he's really Sessa. good. Yeah, his name is uh, yeah. Dom, Dominic Sessa. Sessa. He's uh, really good. Really he, good. You know, he, he plays Angus. And um, Divine DeJoy, or Divine, I, I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, so forgive it's me. Divine, if I hear this. Divine, Divine Joy. Divine Joe Randolph. You know, she Joy plays Randolph. Mary. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, you what you see is three different stories that really uh, have similarities, but in, in, in different ways, and how they're intertwined enough that they kind of become their own little family. Yeah. yeah. You know, which it's, I think is pretty... Um, yeah. I, I really like the way they unwound everybody's story, and I don't... I don't it, to do that, uh, where each character has their own story, I would think would be very difficult with the timing. You know, it would... You have to be. You have to. You have to unravel each story at a certain moment, and I think they did that perfectly. I think they did as well, and you know the fact that the tension between um, both the uh, uh, professor and um, Angus. Angus, Paul Hunnam is the the name of the teacher. I was looking up the name yeah. of the teacher really quick. Professor between Hunnam, yeah. Hunnam and you know Angus are. Um, Typical of a like a father son mm -hmm. type. It, it sort of grew. It grew into that. Yeah, like um, I don't. Know. Yeah, and it, like, and at the beginning you, you would, <laughs> you, you know, at the beginning you sure wouldn't really even think that they would go that direction, but it does. So, well, and and at the same time, you also, you know, what I like about this also because again, you know, I saw a lot of things that I touch upon in one more thing before you go throughout the last four years is that the weight of grief um, is also touched in this movie and that the weight of grief can be uh, devastating to somebody and very difficult to move on. But if you have the right um, opportunities with those around you to be able to overcome something, then uh, it kind of makes it more genuine. And, and it can show you that you know life lessons and themes such as you know, grief and, and uh, pa the past and you know family dynamics and, and mm -hmm. so forth can can really, it, it can, although it may be a detriment in your life, but they can also be a benefit to teach you, you know, um, a different pathway. How to move on. You know, how to move on. I mean, I, mm -hmm. you know, some of the, I say, again, I'm, I'm trying not to give it too much away in this, but I know, you know, um, Angus has got a, uh, a stepfather and, you know, um, it took a while. You and I both have been very, very lucky to have, a stepfather that we found uh, that basically I have no issues calling, you know, pop 
a father because he, right. you know, blood, uh, blood. It didn't have to be blood to be family with with right. Pearl, and it didn't have to be blood to be family with Danny. Yeah. You know, Danny treats yeah. you like his daughter, and Danny, yeah. uh, treats the kids like his granddaughters. Pearl taught you, you know, as a as a daughter, taught me as a son, or, or you know, and taught you know, uh, talked to our kids like they were his grandkids. Yeah. Um, so it, sometimes it's, it's when you get a stepfather that really is overbearing. I've had a couple of those as well because my mother, as you know, was married several times. Yeah. You know that really creates an environment in your life that just downright sucks. Yeah, it really I mean, does. And it, you really in this movie, you, you really, you know, I guess you kind of, at least for me, there was only a very short time that I was like, okay, Angus, you know, stop being such a little. What's head. the word? <laughs> yeah, butthead. There you go. I was about to say something else. Um, stop being such a butthead. Um, but it didn't last very long. I immediately, or pretty quickly, uh, kind of found, um, oh, okay, I, I started empathizing with him and I started, some, you know, I, I, I was very um, cognizant that, that there was something more to him and it was very sad. And I was right. But they, they let you, I think they let you feel for him pretty quickly without really knowing his whole story. Well, exactly. I mean, you kind of resonate with him a little bit in the beginning, and, and you know, in actuality, the five kids in totality, I think, you know, ended up. It's on all boys' board, uh, school by the boarding school, mm -hmm. by the way. It's not. There's no women there. There's no female there, no. and it's they all they all are prepping for college within the boarding school. So they're working on getting into college, and then of course, Hunnam's a hard-ass teacher, and he's one of those mm -hmm. that you know, but. What you learn to find is a little more of uh, the reasoning why he is yeah. such a hard ass and why he is the way he is. But you know, the you'll find a, a very pleasing end to this yeah. in all regards. I think it's very, it's very touching. Very touching. It makes me, cry. I'm almost crying now. <laughs> you know, so if you like those, if you like those movies where there's a lot of comedy but some drama, and then at the end is going to make you cry, this is a movie for you because it's got it all. It 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 does, and and realistically, it I think that it also creates an environment for us to understand ourselves and other people. As in, you know, we really don't know what's going on in other people's lives. Yeah. And so be open, be, be open, open, and not don't judge too quickly. Because yeah. you know it it's that old cliche: walk a mile in my shoes. Mm -hmm. I think you know. And you, then there's then there's uh, you know. Uh, well, at least one character I can think of that just really is from beginning to end. Yeah, he doesn't change. He's he is he is a butthead. He's more than a butthead. <laughs> well, so other sometimes they things. sometimes you judge him right immediately. That's just what happens. Exactly. <laughs> and there are other familiar faces in here that you know we'll we'll know. Tate Donovan is one of my. Uh, I was introduced to him in one of my favorite movies, uh, Love Potion Number Nine was my first introduction to Tate Donovan. But um, you know, from that perspective, we've seen him in several other ones. And I almost didn't recognize him in this one, actually. I The only reason I knew it was him is because I saw his name in the opening credits. And I was like, oh, good, Tate Donovan's in this movie. And I was looking for him. And then when he shows mm -hmm. up, I was like, wait a minute. And I had to really, really look at the screen because it, I would have never known. Well, then there's also, you know, some of the other individuals that we know would be, um, not Paul, uh, Paul Giamatti, but there's uh, Don McSessa plays Angus Tully, 
the Divine Joy Randolph as Mary Lamb, as I said. Carrie Preston uh, plays Miss mm-hmm. Lydia Crane. Brady Hepner plays uh, Teddy Kuntz. Teddy Kuntz is a little... You, anybody that's gone to high school will recognize somebody like Teddy mm-hmm. Kuntz. <laughs> yep. He's one of those guys that just you just want to lock him in a yep. locker. <laughs> yep. Not yep. that I'm a bully. I'm not a bully. Not not a bully. No, um, he, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> no, not, Dolly, a, not a great kid. Ian Dolly plays Alex Allerman. Jim Kaplan plays Yi Chun Park. Um, he's a, a, a both of those individuals look way too young to be where they're at. Yeah. To be honest, with you, they look real out of place. Um, mm-hmm. And then Andrew Garman plays Dr. Hardy Woodruff. Neham Garcia, Danny, and then Stephen, uh, Stephen Thorne plays Thomas Tully. And uh, Thomas Tully, Mr. Tully, is, um, is uh, uh, Angus's father. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's kind of one of those things that, you know, most of these individuals you've seen in other, you'll recognize their faces, you'll recognize them yeah. as being an actor someplace. So I'm glad they were able to put some familiar faces in this movie. It... it kind of uh, allowed me, at least from my perspective, allowed me to enjoy the movie a little more because, oh, some familiarity here. I know this person, I know this mm-hmm. person, I know that person, kind of a deal. But some of these yeah. people that I'd never seen before, I don't believe I've ever seen Divine before or Dominic. No, I and know. It, I, well, I, know that, I know that this uh, nomination and win was the first one for Divine. I don't remember seeing her in other things, but yeah, I, don't I mean... Anything. But she, I'm sure good, she has been. Good for her. First nomination and first win. I mean, yeah, yeah, she did a great job. Kind of works. I totally see why she won. Yeah, and you know, it, it's in the movies. It it uh, it moved. Pretty, in my opinion, it moved pretty quickly. It carried okay. us along very quickly. It didn't mm-hmm. stall. It didn't. Um, we didn't have any really long lag points. I, I no, I thought. I think, like I said earlier, I think that they unraveled everybody's life story at the right time you know they were they were intertwined yeah they were intertwined and as they were unraveling them you'd find out something about one and then find out something about the other and it was it was like you just find out a little bit of each of their lives but at right at the right times it was it was really good exactly i i think that um you know the guy that wrote it you know alexander payne is one that uh wrote it um excuse me directed by (laughs) alexander payne and then david hemmingson wrote it and um, Alexander Payne, he's done other things. So Alexander Payne has been a producer for like 18 different things. L Train, Hung, Breaking Night, uh, The Descendants as a producer, mm-hmm. Sideways, uh, King of California, The Savages, Gray Matters, The Assassination of Richard Nixon, Willie Nelson, The Big Six O. Um, he has directed 15 different things, actually. Paris, I love you. Sideways about Schmidt, Schmidt, which um, I think that was with. Uh, here's Johnny. Isn't it a shame oh. we forget these? Jack Ni- Jack Nicholson. Yeah, major actors. Oh, Can't remember them because they. He directed Election with uh, mm-hmm. Reese Witherspoon, Reese Witherspoon way back Witherspoon. when. A good Citizen movie. Ruth, mm-hmm. Inside Out three. He directed. Well, sideways. You said sideways too, right? Sideways and inside that Paul, out. That was a that was a Paul Giamatti sh- uh, movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he did. Um, 
Inside Out, Inside Out 3, Downsizing, The Descendants. Uh, we already said that. So, mm-hmm. you know, he's he's been around for a little bit. I think he did a really good job in directing this movie. Um, yeah, I commend him on that. And it was written extremely well. Uh, from my mm-hmm. personal opinion, I think that uh, that's a two thumbs up. If I could do thumbs, I would do thumbs. It's definitely two thumbs up. Yeah. But, and I, it, I mean, the Oscar moment, have the Oscar nominations come out yet? Uh, the Oscar nominations are not, but they're about okay. to. People are already doing some Oscar buzz. The movie yeah. might catch some Oscar buzz. I would think so. You know, I yeah. think so too. Um, mm-hmm. I think that, you know, it really, uh, the, uh, the acting was good. I think the cinematography mm-hmm. was great. Um, the, the the direction was fantastic because we, again, there was no lag in my opinion. The movie carried Mm -hmm. itself through. It also wrapped everything up in the end, which I thought was like brilliant, you know, and it wrapped it up for the kind of, you kind of don't at the end, like those movies, I can't stand those movies where you kind of have to, you decide the ending in your head. I hate those kind of movies. Um, uh, this one, you know, even though, even though every character there, they could be doing something. I mean, you kind of know what they're all doing, but if you think about it, it's like, well, that could be happening with them, but maybe not. But it's okay because you really kind of believe what's going on with them at the end. Exactly. They saw it resolved yeah. it. So <clears throat> what's your opinion? Yes? No? Oh, maybe? Love, yes, 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 yes. 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 <laughs> You're yes. supposed to slam the table and go, yes, yes, No, yes. no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> no, I'm going to do uh, that. Speaking of movies, <laughs> mm-hmm. classic mm-hmm. all-time scene. Classic uh, scene. <laughs> I would say absolutely yes. You need to watch this movie. It's on, if you subscribe to Peacock, it's on Peacock for free. You can rent it mm-hmm. on, uh, I think, on uh, Amazon Prime, and I think you can rent it on uh, like Voodoo and places like that, or buy it, whichever you want to do, but yeah. uh, definitely worth watching. Uh, go mm-hmm. see it called The Holdovers. It is a Christmas mm-hmm. movie, but mm-hmm. I think it's a movie that sets the the stage for not just Christmas, but life in general. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's what I think. It, it takes place at Christmas, and Christmas is kind of the reason that they end up in the place they ended up in, but yeah, yeah. I don't reality. think it's just Christmas. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So this is one more thing before you go, Diane. And you've got some special days we're going to talk about? It's just uh, the national day for today. Um, it's National Sunday Supper Day. So I hope everyone's going to enjoy that. And Ratification Day, which I wasn't sure about, but um, Ratification Day on January 14th annually recognizes the act that officially ended the American Revolution. Well, hot damn. Um, the day commemorates the ratification of the Treaty of Paris on January 14, 1784, at the Maryland State House in Annapolis, Maryland, by the Confederation Congress. Very so cool. cool. Um, and then there was, oh, National Dress Up Your Pet Day. Oh, we should have dressed that. up Charlie. I know. I didn't know. And then um, National Hot Pastrami Sandwich Day, which I don't eat. I don't eat pastrami. You know, I don't think I've ever Um, eaten. I think when I was a kid, I ate pastrami. And I don't even remember if I like it. But now that I'm I'm vegan. Sure, there's people out there that do. Well, yeah. And now that I'm, but I think maybe I did. I think I used to like a hot pastrami with cheese and onions. And yeah, I think I used to. 
I think it's, I think that's usually something you put sauerkraut on maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah. Pastrami is usually made from beef. Others make their pastrami sandwich with pork, mutton, or turkey. Um, I think my dad used to do it with beef, but we used to put onions and cheese on it and, and, uh, yeah. It's a, it's a Romanian Jewish specialty. Which is bizarre because we aren't Romanian and Jewish. Well, but I'm sure you don't have to be that to eat it, I don't think. No, I don't think you do. Um, I think mostly what I never liked about it is that it's on rye bread and I can't stand rye bread. Well, see, that's probably why my father made it all the time. Because my father, father not Burl, but my father right. loved dark loved rye, rye bread, bread, which Whoa. I hated oh. as a kid. Oh, it's right now. so bad. I just don't know. Anyway, uh, anyway. Um, and then I, I just want to say uh, tomorrow is the Emmys. So I'm very excited for that. I love so the Emmys. Next week we'll do an Emmy show. Maybe. Maybe an Emmy show. Sure. Maybe another show. Emmy follow-up show. Or, yeah. No, I think yeah. our next one's going to be an Oscar show. So we're going to do an Oscar thing. We're going to try to watch as many Oscar movies as we can, like mm -hmm. we did last year. And then we're going to yeah. give you the skinny on all the Oscar shows next time. Mm -hmm. So anyway, one more thing before you all go. Have a great day. Have a great week. And thanks for listening. Don't forget to subscribe, follow, and like us. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to this episode of One More Thing Before You Go. Check out our website at 